Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You. Resilience is a very underrated skill set. This is about bouncing back. This is about knowing that, you know, you can't hold me down. This is a, you can't hold a good woman down. And it's about knowing that this is where I am today, but it doesn't have to be. It's my choice where it goes. I have a choice. I can either stay where I am or I can have a goal and make a plan and work towards it. Hi, I'm Henneke watkins Portal, your inspirational leader and host of The Entrepreneurial You podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Jamaica. Make a stock exchange. And now let's go to today's episode. My guest on episode 82 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast went from being a struggling teen bride, abused wife, and then a divorced mother of two to become the Caribbean's top women's leadership development expert. Over the past 25 years, she has held senior executive roles with prestigious multinationals and crossed continent to become the first female CEO for the Caribbean's leading communications and entertainment provider. Dedicated to equipping and inspiring women to advance their careers and develop the confidence, presence, and influence they need to drive through leadership barriers and confidently navigate the boardroom, she's now making all of her vast experience available to businesses through our executive coaching and consulting enterprise. I'm super happy to welcome Janice Sutherland to the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Welcome, Janice. Hi. Hey, hi, Henneke. Thank you so much for having me and hi to your listening audience. It's such a pleasure. Now, my first question to you is, why did you choose Antigua instead of Jamaica? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy one, actually. Oh, okay. Um, it's, oh, my mother's Antiguan. Um, so from a, uh, I suppose, from a citizenship perspective, it was easier for me to get citizenship here than it was Jamaica. My husband's Jama- Jamaican descent. Um, but, and I do like Jamaican. I've visited many times, but I always feel more comfortable. I suppose I realize I'm a real island girl and the qu- more quiet island. And Jamaica is still busy. Yeah. You know, so um, I brought him to Antigua, showed him the lights of Antigua, 365 beaches, can't go wrong. And uh, <laughs> and he loved it. So uh, we're in Antigua. Yeah. You know, I actually love Antigua as well, but I just could not live in Antigua. I don't see myself living there. You know why? I mean, like you you, you answer that part for me. You know, it's not as um, busy as Jamaica is, you know. I mean, I think the the busiest part of Antigua you have is a little wine bar called CC Wine Bar. I don't know if that's still there. Is it still there? It's still there. It's still there. CNC is still there. And yeah, you're probably right. But um, but I grew up, as you can tell by my accent, I grew up in the UK. I'm UK born. Mm-hmm. So I, I grew up in a city. I grew up in the, the, uh, the, the UK's second largest city. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've always had that. This for me is... Um, don't get me wrong, it can still be busy. It does have its, does have its moments. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, yeah, I like I like the island life. Has yeah. its has its ups and downs, but I like the island life. I yeah. wouldn't change it now. Me neither. Me neither. Like CC Wine Bar, though, I just love that place. Like it's my favorite <laughs> place ever. Like the wine and the karaoke and everything. The vibe is just right. <laughs> uh, when you when you're here next, I have to expand your horizons. Yes, please. <laughs> I'll hold you to that. Anyways, <laughs> let's move into uh, overcoming adversities against all odds. You are, by no short order, a successful, dynamic, empowered, and empowering woman. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Right? But for you, this did not happen overnight. You know, no. uh, we're going to talk about your journey. But First, I want to talk about you being a struggling teen bride, you know, and, 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 and going through that experience and taking us through even, you know, a little part of it, if you will, uh, that your relationship as, as, a, as an abused wife and, and how you've managed to be who you are today. Take us through that journey. Yeah, I think I think the person I was then is entirely well. You wouldn't when I tell people my story, they never put the two people together. What I was at my teenage self to where I am at the, the age you don't ask a woman her age stage. Um, so <laughs> I think <laughs> I think at that time I was like most teenagers, pretty headstrong. Um, thought I was in love. Um, nobody could tell me any better. Um, as I would tell my children, I knew everything and nothing. Um, I felt I was size. You know, I felt I, I had I had this, but um, but there's there's, a, there's almost a stigma when it comes to um, domestic abuse, and there still is. And I'm talking well over, I'm talking almost 30 years ago. This is when it started for me, and the situation still hasn't changed, especially in the in the black community. You know, there's always a stigma around it. So I never really spoke about um, what I was going through. One because of fear because, you know, the retaliation, the retribution I'd get if it came out that I'd spoken about it. And secondly, because of the shame, I felt uh, ashamed that I had allowed myself to be in this this situation. And I didn't know how I could really have that conversation with someone who could help me. It's not, you know, it's as much as we talk about it now, it definitely wasn't talked about very much then. And so what led you really to start talking about those um, situations that, you know, people, they, they were in, in some people's eyes, shameful. And, you know, how can you be yeah. going through that? What led you to start? You know what? My story is important. Let me start talking about it. It literally was 12 months ago. I went through my own coaching process. And, I, and I'll be honest, I, you know, I'd, I've always been the, the opinion as we talk off camera that, you know, you do the things you do because this is life. And you know you have to get you have to get through it. So I'd kind of, in my head, closed that part of me because I'd moved on. You know, I wasn't in that situation anymore. And it wasn't until I was having my own coaching experience, my own coach, it started coming up. And some of the feelings I'd held, um, I'd held back. I'm happily married and I'm very successful, but there was still there was still something I was holding on to. It wasn't about forgiveness. I felt that my ex-husband hadn't paid for what he'd done, mm. you know, because he'd gone and lived his life. I'm the one that struggled to get what I had. And he's, and he's by all accounts, what I know is he's pretty successful. I didn't feel he should be successful on the basis that he had, he had done. And I'd held that in. And it wasn't until I was having the conversation with my coach and she said, well, isn't the fact, you know, it, I wanted payback. Maybe that's what I'm looking for, payback. And she said, isn't the fact that you have become successful as you are 
under your own steam, on your own merits, pay back enough. Mm, and that was a real revelation. Powerful. That's powerful. You know, it was a real revelation. And it wasn't about forgiveness. You know, it's not about, because I think, I think, you know, people would say to me, you, you know, you, you need to forgive, to, you need to forgive to get forward. I don't think you necessarily have to forgive. You just need to know that it doesn't have a hold on you anymore. And that part of your life is closed and, clo- and close the door on it and move forward. So you don't allow that to hold you back and you're sitting there no. wanting retribution for him. But the fact that yes. you have, you have not died, you know, you have moved forward and you are successful now. I mean, like your coach yeah. actually said, that is payback, you know, because perhaps he did not yeah. expect that to happen to you. He didn't expect that exactly. of you, right? Exactly. So that enough is payback. And, you know, you don't even do yes. that for anybody else. You do it for yourself, knowing that you have come thus far and your story, when you think back on your story and reflect where you are coming from and where you are now, and to appreciate that journey, it's powerful. Yeah. Yes. yes. What are some of the um, the experiences? So tell us a little about your journey from that stage of your life, from being abused and, you know, you're struggling as a teen mom and teen bride and you're, and you're now coming into a career woman. How did that start happening for you to the point now you're running your own you know, coaching service and consulting enterprise, yeah. which I, yeah. I need you to share yeah. with that with our listeners what what that is. How did that happen for you? How it happened for me is realizing that I had more. One of the things is they say you go from victim to survivor to thriver, and thriver to me always means that okay, you're out of the situation and you're just living life day to day. You're just getting up, you're just getting on with it. I realized that I had far more in me, far more capable than just doing day to day. I have what a promo I call warrior. And that's what I was. I was a warrior. Every day I fought for what was mine and fought for what I wanted. So for me, it was focusing on the fact that this isn't where my, is this, you know, thinking, is this my life? I'm 20 something now. Is this going to be my life? And I'm like, no, I want more than this, Mm. more out of life than this. I found a program that would take my work experience. I then took my first degree with the w- working while I was with my children, took my second degree, took my third degree. I got the education bug then and I realized I was actually far more capable than what I looked than, than what I looked like on paper. You shouldn't let the paper dictate or your circumstances dictate your capabilities. If you have it in you and you know you have it in you, go for it. So what it is that you think that has made, really made you successful though? Resilience. Mm-hmm. resilience and resilience is a very underrated skill set this is about bouncing back this is about knowing that you know you can't hold me down this is a, you can't hold a good woman down and it's about knowing that this is where I am today but it doesn't have to be it's my choice where it goes I have a choice I can either stay where I am or I can make I can have a goal and make a plan and work towards it and so you have this amazing story and you're sharing part of it right here And it's not until you said it was about 12 months ago that your coach really brought some things to the fore and and allow you to recognize, you know, where you are and what you bring to the table and how it is that you're thriving now. And so sometimes it is important, not sometimes, it is always important for each of us to have a coach, you know, sometimes we think that we can't afford it or, you know, um, it's out of our reach, but it's very important because a coach gives us that second pair of eyes that we need to identify and to bring out the best in us because there's so much in us sometimes that remain dormant. I'm going to take a break right here. And when we come back, 
we're just I'm gonna firstly take an audience question. This comes from it's gonna come from uh Janet, Janet Crick on Facebook. So let me take a break right here and come right back. I have a review here from Ronald Molina in Guatemala and Ronald says love this kind of podcast so useful for different aspects of life and particularly today what we're discussing about overcoming adversities against all odds I'm certainly sure that it is useful for all different aspects of life not just necessarily entrepreneurship but every sphere of life that you can think about Attention women, accelerate your leadership by attending LeaderCast Women. Via live stream, hear from expert negotiator Molly Fletcher, former president of Reebok Maryland Ham and other internationally accomplished women on October 12th at the Nutsford Court Hotel. LeaderCast Women is the largest one-day leadership event for women in the world. Brought to you by the Entrepreneurial You in association with the RGR Greener Communications Group. For tickets, please call 876-849-2571 or visit Henika do you have a product or service to put out to the world, but you don't know where to begin? Do you have an idea for a blog, but think that having a website is just way too expensive? Do you want to start a website, but don't know where to begin? If you answered yes to any of these questions, visit HennekaWatkinsPorter.com and sign up to HostGator Web Hosting. For as little as $2.75 per month, you can have the perfect option for your small site or blog. You'll have user-friendly building tools and unlimited domains. Go to HennekaWatkinsPorter.com and sign up now for your perfect websites. So you want to start your podcast, but you don't know where to host it. Go to HennekaWatkinsPorter.com and claim your one month free of podcast hosting on Blueberry. Or if you already have your host, but aren't getting statistics on your podcast, you can claim one month free stats from Blueberry at HennekaWatkinsPorter.com. That's HennekaWatkinsPorter.com. Go right now and claim your one month free statistics. Welcome back. Welcome back. And my guest today is Janice Sutherland, a leadership development expert who has overcome several odds to be who she is today, where she's at today, and has been giving us some encouragement. We're going to run right to my audience question, which comes from Janet Crick on Facebook. And she asks of you, Janice, how do you keep yourself motivated and keep going when everything around you seems to be going wrong? I think that's an easy one, Hanneke. Um, it's literally, it's gratitude. It's looking looking at what I've got, what I've achieved and being grateful for it. There is always somebody in a worse situation than you actually are. It's never as bad as you think it is. Um, I live in a country where people vacate, you know, people envy my life. Um, you know, I have, I do, I do a job. I totally, I totally enjoy. I've got good health. You know, I, I'm grateful for everything um, that, that 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 I've been that I've been, that I've been given. So I think for me, the focus is about um, being grateful and practicing the art of gratitude um, each day. Just take 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 a five minutes and say, okay, these are three things I'm grateful for today. And it could be minor. It could be just from having breakfast. You know, being able to walk. You know, there there, there are things. There are, situa- there are worse situations to be in than where you are right now. And, you know, when you, think about, when you talk about it being minor, you know, it's minor sometimes because we take them for granted because we say, oh, you know, they must happen. But when we really stop, and that's a practice that I also encourage and I talk about it all the time, just exercising gratitude. Oh, my gosh. When you yeah. do that, I believe it 
opens up for you to receive so much more. Focus on the things that you have rather than the things that you don't have. And, you know, everything has become like so dim because when you when you magnify, when you put that magnifying glass on the things that you have, you're saying to God that, you know what, thank you for what you've, you've given me. I appreciate it. No, I'm open to receiving more. But when you complain... You know, about yeah. the things that you don't have and how your life is um, a mess and it's bitter and it's not where you want it to be. Then you're bringing more of that and, uh, onto yourself. You're attracting more of that, which, that thing that you don't want because you're focusing yeah. on it. Because whatever you focus yeah. on gets magnified. So very important. Gratitude. So Jan- Janet, you hear from Janice how she keeps motivated and keep going even when things are going wrong just to emphasize the things that she's grateful for I mean I have my gratitude journal that I write in every night and you know it's amazing it gives me so much joy to ignore the things that are not so right and just focus on those things that I that I'm blessed with so yeah (laughs) yeah 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 remember we have a choice we have choices you know whatever situation you're in we have a choice you know, we can either stay there or we can move forward. You're loving what you do. One of the things that you're grateful for is that you get to do what you actually love, right? Doing. Yes. No, yes. you've gone through corporate, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> tell us a little about your experience in the corporate world and how did you decide and what led you to move away from corporate world into what you're doing right now? And just there's where you tell us more about what you're doing. I mean, my, my whole life, my whole majority of my career has been in the corp within the corporate world. But you you enter the corporate world for a for, for number of reasons because you want to re- you want to increase the ranks. But more importantly, you have a, I suppose you have a almost guaranteed salary. You know, and there's certain situations, certain times where you know you have the children, you have responsibilities, you want to be make sure that you can cover all incidentals. But they also get to a point, I suppose, again, when you're a woman of a certain age, and um, where you have to decide whether this is what you want to do for the rest of your life. And as I said, I'd made the move to Antigua, and I'd been here, I built a house, I built a house, I own land, I own property for ten years, but I wasn't getting to enjoy it. I wasn't getting to enjoy the life I told myself I wanted to have when I left the UK. So I made the decision to say, okay, you know, I've got everything. What more do I need? You know, I've got some money in the bank and my children are grown. My husband supports me in what I'm going to do. So let me branch out. Let me do something for me. Not because of, you know, I have to do it for everybody else or I have to support the family or the kids or pay the bills. Let me do something for me. And I really wanted to share my experience, I've seen far too many women doubt their abilities, not step up and take what they deserve. You know, they've worked for it, but we second guess ourselves. We doubt our abilities. We lack the confidence. We want to be perfect. And you don't have to be perfect. You just need to get the job done. So I want to be able to share and share that with women and give them the confidence to take that step and step into their greatness. Mm. You know, so, I mean, did you just get up and decide, you know what, I'm going to leave? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, gave, I gave sufficient notice. Um, the, 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 business, the business itself was going through a major restructure. And I realized, you know, I, 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 you have values. Everybody has values. And I knew what my values were. And where the business was going was, didn't sit well with my personal values. And you can, either sit, you can either sit and be in a job that you're miserable about and complain about it you know, and you take the check, you'll take the check, but you're going to complain about it, or you can make the choice. Well, actually, what's more important, my peace of mind, 
you know, my peace of mind or the paycheck. And my peace of mind at that time was much more important to me. I knew that it was a very pressurized situation. Um, not that I wasn't used to it, but how long do I want to keep on doing it for? You know, really, how long do I want to keep on doing it for? And it had changed me. My body was telling me that, you know, this wasn't the right situation for me. I was gaining weight. I was, uh, I was miserable. I was unpleasant at home. You know, I'm going to use the word unpleasant. <laughs> My husband probably did, probably describe it a lot worse than that. There's another word, there's another word for that. But, you know, but I knew it, it, everything was telling me that it was time for me to move on. And I could ignore the signs and get sicker or I could make the decision and branch out on my own, which is what I did. And what's the name of your firm? It's Sutherland Coaching and Consulting, but you can find me online under janissutherland.com. When I listen to your story, you, you've, you've made some salient points. And one of the challenge, I think, with women is that for some reason, there is this uh, feeling of they're not deserving of, yeah. you know, of, of anything that's great. And they lack the confidence to launch out. It's not a matter of whether or not they are capable. Sometimes yes. it's a matter of the mindset and the imposter syndrome seem to be yes. like so loud. You know, who are you to think that you can do this? Who am I to think that I can, you know, I yeah. can do this. Yeah. And so you yeah. listen to that noise that it keeps droning out the fact that you are capable, you are deserving that everything great that you deserve to have it that, you know, and all of that. And the more we begin to have women like yourself who are empowering our women to remind us that, listen, you can have this too. You know, you are deserving. Not only that you can have it, but you are capable. You are deserving yes. of it. And don't get me wrong. I went through my own situation of imposter syndrome. Even when I took the CEO role, you know, it was like, why was I there? And what did I do to get here? And I had to really have a good talk to myself and recognize, you know, what I'd done. You know, I'd achieved this. It wasn't given to me on a plate. I'd work damn hard for it. Do you mind sharing what that company is? Or? No, did you sell? We, we, we parted on great terms, so I have no problem with that. Okay, awesome. And you're doing what you love. You're bringing, you know, yes. you're empowering, like I said, you're empowering women. And you too, you're living by example because you're not just telling persons how to do it, but you're showing them as well how, yes. how to do it. So that, that is powerful. What are some of the success habits that you have? My success habits, I'd say, is my morning routine. What I found when in the corporate world, we all love smartphones, but they can be very controlling of life. Um, the first thing I would have done was looked at my emails. The email would have set the tone of my day. If someone sent me an email I wasn't happy with. So I decided to have my, I call it my four R's. And it's reading, writing, running or riding. So for a couple of hours, I usually wake about five and between five, maybe up till about seven or eight o'clock, I do one of those four things. So I cycle maybe 100 miles a week. Um, I don't run as much because I have a dodgy hip, but I read or I, or I write. So mm -hmm. it just puts me in the frame of mind in the morning, have my coffee, my oatmeal, and that's my little routine just to set my frame of mind for the rest of the day. And I try to really separate separate work from uh, personal time. And I know it's easier said than done, but I do make the t I do make time to have a personal life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is amazing. Especially when you talk about the morning routine, because that does set the tone. Like for me, one of my thing is I don't even keep my phone on during the night. I leave yeah. it out of my room. And I get up and I do my morning devotions and then I get into doing some work, some tangible, meaningful work before I check my messages 
and begin to go through and because like you said those emails you can get some emails that will throw you off and knock you off balance you know you don't want that (laughs) before your day's even started yeah right not not cool at all not cool at all Janice before we came on you did share with me that you have something free for our audience members so go right ahead and share that Yes, the, the audience can download a copy of my free ebook. It's 13 Strategies to Elevate Your Career. And um, just go to my website, JaniceSutherland.com, and download from there. And the reason I really love this is because it's practical strategies that you can utilize to put yourself forward in the career. And it's, thing, and it's things I've used um, to, put, to put myself forward for, for, put myself forward in my own career, how to um, increase your presence, how to put yourself forward, how to step up, how to have the confidence, and how to, you know, know that you are more than capable of whatever you put your mind to. Amazing. I'm sure that they are looking forward to getting that and just going delving deep into that. We all can use whatever strategies to elevate, you know, even if it's our uh, our own business, whatever. We're uh, having a career right now. So amazing. Thank you so much for that. What's the most dominant platform, social media platform for you? Facebook or Instagram and both are the same name. I am Janice Sutherland. I own it. (laughs) <laughs> awesome so i you know and i am is so powerful we could get into another discussion right now about the i am oh my gosh i use it all the time like i am henica watkins sportsman and i own that i you okay. know it is powerful so yes. no wonder no wonder you know you're doing what you're doing and you're inspiring thank you so much Janice. you're welcome thank you so much for the time the opportunity yes it's amazing and i look forward to you know I, I just connected with you recently and like I sent you a message I love you already right <laughs> um, just connected and I love what you're doing so I want to stay abreast of that and um, yeah we, we, we keep motivating and inspiring each other and, and thank you so much for sharing with my peak performers community no you're welcome We have come to the end of another great episode of the Entrepreneur You podcast. Remember to subscribe in Apple Podcasts and download all the episodes that you would have missed if you have not already subscribed and downloaded the episodes and play them to the end as well because good stuff is always at the end too. So do that as well as go and leave a rate and review right now. I'd appreciate that. It helps a lot because I put a lot of effort into creating this free content and it does help when I know that it is of significant value to you. So show your love by going to Apple Podcasts and just leave a rate and review. And when you leave that review, do send me an email at hennikawatkisporter at gmail.com because I'd love to be able to read them in an upcoming episode. And if I'm not notified, I won't know it's there because unless you go into all the different stores in Apple, there is no way that I can actually know that a review was left or a current review was left. So it's important that when you leave your review, you send me an email, let me know about it so I can go look for it and read it live on an episode of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Henneke Watkins-Porto. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good?